Welcome to the Northern Health and Social Care Trust podcast series, providing information on self-directed support and direct payments. These podcasts will provide an insight into service user and carers' experiences. It is hoped this will give those wishing to explore this option to meet their care needs an understanding of the process and how it works. This episode, Supporting Carers Through Use of Direct Payments, comes from the Lauren Integrated Care Team, and today we are talking to Adelaide. So Adelaide, for the people listening today, to help them understand how you came to consider direct payments, can you give me a wee bit of background about your care and role and the support you provided to your late husband, Fergie? He was diagnosed actually eight years past in May mm-hmm. with uh, stage four cancer prostate. They said maybe a couple of years, but he actually asked for eight years, which was a miracle. Now, the six of those years were great because he was still mobile and could drive. So those six years were precious. And then now, as I say, with the last couple of years when he was more or less confined, I had carers coming in four times a day, which was great. But in between, I had to be on my own with him and during the night. And uh, this went on for, as I say, a good year and a half. And then I uh, started to hear about the, you know, payments that I could have somebody in for four hours a week. That four hours a week was great. And they were very good with them, you know. They, they, he was able to talk. He wasn't senile or, you know, hadn't been through anything. He was just... Grand, um, and he was very joggy and mm-hmm. he enjoyed it with the girls. All there was a couple of the main two carers, but uh, the two girls that came weekly, it was brilliant for me. Yeah. It really was. It was something I could look forward to. To go, well, you know, that I knew I was going out. <coughs> that was my wee bit of time. I had been doing this for quite a number of years with two very close friends. And we went out at least once every week. We only went for lunch and then coffee and you know, mosey around shops or whatever. And four hours was perfect. Yeah. Uh, at first, I wasn't keen to sort of leave him. But then he started to say to me too, you know, you should get away. And, but everything was very good, I have to say. I appreciated it all and it was very, very great for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed it because it, the girls were very... Chatty and yeah. jokey, and you know, um, they joked with him, you know, and carried on, and that was a bit of a relaxation for him. And then I suppose the direct payment obviously offered you the flexibility um, yes. to work around, you know, obviously, if something did pop up, I could cancel or whatever. I was able to say to the girls, you know, well, that'll suit you, and they were very good at, you know, said, all right, that's no problem. And at Christmas, you know, they were able to come and you know, got up. It was very, it was really good for me. It was very yeah, flexible yeah. and I have to say I would advise anybody yeah. to take a chance on it because... Yeah, I know you said there earlier, obviously, it was um, a bit scary at the start. Oh, yes, because paperwork, things like that. How did you manage that? Was there, well, did you use it Centre Independent Living? Or? I did use Central, they actually done the, you know, worked out the hours, which is, <clears throat> it's all paid for and I had insurance as well, which I paid for, and then I was refunded that. I started to use my bank online mm-hmm. because of Fergie's position, and then it's handy for me to pay things, you know, through my phone. Mm-hmm. And so I knew a wee bit 
I had to ring up and the girls were very good in direct payments on you know, the stamp of independence. They said, yeah. don't worry, you're making stage ring any time. And, and they were very helpful, I have to say. So we find it's, it's like everything else. You just have to crawl before you can walk. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I know, so you were saying there you use the Centre of Independent Living. Um, so what kind of things, obviously you have to go through the access NI process and things like that. Yes. What kind of support did they give you? Was it They, I have to say, were, were great. Mm-hmm. Because at the start I was a bit, oh, I thought I've done this wrong when I was putting the hours in and I was muddling myself up. And the girl, it was usually girls that were on and they were very, very good. Don't worry about it, we'll fix that. Just ring any time if you're not sure, you know, we'll get you sorted. And I have to say, I'd never any problem with them. I didn't. And it was very, very good. It was, once I get in the swing of it, yeah. it was, they, they didn't really, I didn't have to do an awful lot except put the hours in on that, you know, for um, the girls. What kind of things did you have to do to prepare for the direct payments? So, you know, like your insurance, what steps yes, did you take? Yeah. I, uh, I think the, they give me three insurance companies and um, it sort of picked in the middle one I picked which was great it was no problem um, it was a matter of just paying it and then I was refunded the money was refunded and um, I didn't have anything to do with the actual money that it was in an account and I was able to transfer the two carers that were coming in girls it was only a matter of me getting there uh, details and me transferring their money uh, every month. And was that a separate bank account you had? It was to... a separate bank. It was nothing to do. It was in my name, yeah. but I couldn't go in and lift money out of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. which was good. Mm-hmm. So that's I part think. of one of the steps in direct payments, isn't it, for uh-huh. the bank account and the insurance? Yes. Okay. And uh, that was really great. I mean, Bertie passed away. Yeah. Uh, they, I ran to tell the Central Independence that what had happened and they said all right you can let us know they were very good let me know details and they said that the girls would be entitled to pay they done everything that's great that's great and I suppose as a carer as well you know there's not enough support so um, I know you availed a wee bit of respite yes so tell me why the direct payment worked a wee bit better than provide a respite well the respite would have been the hours per week the direct payment was suited me because I was able to say, well, next week for four hours on such and such a day, well, she was able to tell me if she wasn't, one of them was always thankfully free and I could plan my four hours out that day, you know, whatever I wanted to do. Uh, whereas I don't know that the respite would have been working the same. I don't always see Yeah, it's not as flexible. Um, um, flexible as that, yes, that's yeah. the word. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. But I, I have to say it worked for me and hopefully anybody else that wants to use it definitely yeah. should. And tell me this, how did you find your PA? Did you find it hard to, to find somebody, your PA sorry, as your personal assistant, did you find it hard to get carers that wanted to do that role? Well, I actually forget had been having carers for quite a while <clears throat> and you get to know your, the girls coming in when they're coming in every day um, and it was seven days a week. So, and there was a couple of women, there was, I could have said four or five probably, who really connected with Fergie and I both. And they were quite regular, seemed to be more regular. Sometimes it wasn't always the same ones, but there was a couple. And then there was a, just a couple of the girls had actually 
said to me, we're off such and such a day if you want to commit for coffee. Because one of the other girls said, you know, she was sitting. She says, if you're not doing anything special. And then we became friends, the two girls that actually did, did the whole thing. They did it the whole time. And um, oh, they were great. They just became very, very good friends. That's great. And uh, they did love Fergie, I have to say. It was very good. I was very, very lucky. But I found, I can't say it about any of the cars. They were all very good. And with it, to Fergie, every one of them were, it was a pleasure having them in the house. Yeah. And I thought that uh, direct payments are great. I do yeah. recommend anybody in I was going to ask them. Yeah, as a care, obviously there is, you know, there's not enough support, I don't think, for carers out there, oh, you know, no, for family. Um, so do you think direct payments has supported you as a care oh, met your needs? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. The two girls I had were brilliant. They really were. Yeah. Um, they were. Four hours maybe doesn't seem a lot, but actually it is a lot when you haven't got an hour. Even really you can say, well, this is my hour. <laughs> you know, four hours is great. And like sometimes, there was not a few times I didn't go anywhere as such, but I just went around the corner and visit a friend got that and had to run back again. You know, I didn't have to rush. So, I mean, it was very, very good for me. I recommend it definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just talking about the assessment process and how really direct payments can be applied for, you know, for anyone's obviously assessed separately than yourself. Mm. Um, so you got a carer's assessment and a need was established there that you need a wee break from your care role. Um, and that's when off- you were offered the direct payments um, for a sit-in service. So we yeah. then applied for the funding for that and, you know, you got a personal budget applied to yourself and then that would have been the total of 16 hours per month yeah and <clears throat> um, so how really how did you use that funding and the flexibility of a direct payment for the carers yeah. well um i didn't all you didn't always have to use your four hours every week the flexibility with your carers if they're willing you could use maybe a few hours at night and um Miss a week that then that if they'd done extra hours at night, you know, say it was a run into six hours or something, well, you'd say, well, I'll only have two hours next week, you know. So it was pretty flexible. And I think the thing is, if the girls are willing, they're flexible. And um, if you can come get them. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, that's what I was saying about funding and your personal budget. So, you know, how is the cares then paid? Are they paid that budget? Yeah, they're paid for four hours the two girls were paid four hours uh, every other week actually both but now if and you were supported then by the center of independent yes the center uh-huh. with all that people they, they uh, were very good and i have to say i got they sent me paper as well you don't always get paper <laughs> but i like to see them writing and for it kept me right like things you know i got it yeah it actually sent me uh, paper, copy. paper copies as well. Yes, because essentially you're the employer. I'm the employer, you're yes. The employer. Uh-huh. But it kept me right too, you know. It's it's easy enough in the sense that they do the work, if you know what I mean. They don't, you, you just don't do what you're told, if you know what I mean. Um, really. You just, they, they advise you and tell you. And they are helpful. In this episode, we have discussed the flexibility of direct payments to support carers and Adelaide has provided a great insight into how direct payments has supported her in her caring role. 
Thank you very much for coming today, Adelaide, and giving us a bit of your background um, and how direct payments has supported you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. In the podcast summary, you'll find a short survey link, which we would really appreciate you taking a few minutes to complete and help us to receive feedback on the podcast you have been listening to today.